Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, Fran, let's talk about 2023, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. She's like, do we have to? (laughs) Do we have to? The year that will never end. I feel like, but truth be told, I mean, the last three, like since since the panties, like it's been awful. Since the panty, I have said multiple times, I'm ready for no more historic life-changing events. I'm done. (laughs) Can I just have a normal ass year? I mean, and it's dead ass in like the middle of our lifetime, you know, <laughs> which is which is like, a, you know, I'm talking about like that bench. This year is a benchmark year. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. milestone year. How are you feeling about yeah. it? Girl, I'm did- talking about that for zero. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, wait, She's be making a bunch of noises. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay, here's the thing. I and so you have already turned 40. Right, I right. am I'm on the cusp. I can see it in my back. I can see 40 from my backyard. Um I have mixed feelings about it. I, I'm I'm not sad or like stressed about it. I think it's just like disorienting. Like, oh, I'm a full ass adult. Like I'm a, I'm a grown ass bitch. Yeah. And didn't, it seemed like so far off in the fucking distance. It seemed like just like older was just away. (laughs) It was so far away. And then you woke up one day and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. I remember being in like elementary school or middle school and saying to someone like my mom came and picked me up from school and they were like your mom's so pretty and I was like she is 40 (laughs) (laughs) and I remembered saying it like how are those two things simultaneously happening because (laughs) 40 is like old (laughs) but it's not it's not old it's just older it's just older older than you were yesterday (laughs) right oh my god yeah it's true and um there's a saying that I, I saw that I thought was so funny. It's at 20, you think about what everyone thinks about you. When you're 40, you stop caring what people think of you. And when you're 60, you realize that no one was actually thinking about you. And whoever said that is spot on. I'm, I'm feeling that too. Legit. Uh, I'm thinking it's like slowly fading out of the bloodstream, like worrying mm-hmm. about what you're thinking about me. Um, and I, I've heard of this before and not that I'm trying to be 60 years old, but I am trying to like not work. Channel realize, that. Yeah. Realize that y'all yeah. think about y'all think about you. You ain't thinking about me. Yeah. Yeah. I would add to that saying. And when you're 80, you're like, 
where am I? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, where is the walker? Oh, goodness. Listen, it's coming. It's coming no matter how you... We're getting older. We're getting older. Yes, it's true. We are getting older. But hear me when I say this. Francesca is coming into her own. She ain't taking no shit. And she did... She ain't taking your shit. <laughs> Wait, you ain't taking my shit. What 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 shit am I giving Francesca? No, though? no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I don't mean you. I mean like the proverbial you. Mm, oh, but I'm she's... not taking your shit either. You <laughs> like the word proverbial? <laughs> oh, I know you love a word. <laughs> you know I love a proverbial. Shoot, a figurative. Okay. <laughs> well, listen. You better be out here feeling yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Finding herself, feeling herself. You know, we doing a we doing a half twerk, not a full twerk, Ooh. just one butt cheek going, just right, a little bit. Right, right, because you ain't trying to throw out that back, or are you? <laughs> hey, <laughs> she might wow. be. <laughs> not you coming for my back. It's so true. <laughs> Wait, she is though. She's she's her roots are strong. Her leaves are sprouted. You mm, know, her feet are planted. Her vision is clear. Her wit is sharp. Her knees are nimble. Well, you know, we can't all be Meg the Stallion over here, my knees. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, the, the slow go down. Guys, we were talking about how Megan the Stallion showed up at Beyonce's concert in 2023. The she, slow go down with that booty popping. Oh, the core engagement. Let me tell you, every time Meg comes across my timeline, I'm like, yep, I'm going to the gym today. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to eat my calcium because I got to keep these bones strong. Oh, girl, tell me about it. I mean, here's the thing. I feel like black women always knew that like the thick was it but the mm-hmm. world woke up about 20 years ago oh oh yeah even i mean it's so that. true I, the the thin look of gaunt you ain't had no meals we want to be somebody who looks like they get a snack right, they snack right and they have a snack yeah forget about kate moss um <clears throat> we do this thing though friend that i wanted to talk about we talk about we talk in the third person um yes. all the time and yes. i don't know where it came from it just kind of it's like a thing it came from you <laughs> I, I i didn't start that mess you you are the person well, listen, and it's she, so she funny sopped too. it up like a biscuit though didn't she <laughs> she sure did she sure she has definitely adopted it as her own okay. no it's so true because my favorite though is like you and i will be hanging out with like new friends or people that don't know us as well and you'll be you'll say like he loves a blah 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 and everyone's like who who likes what <laughs> that is my favorite <laughs> Because people, and then you have to explain it. You have to go. I'm like, oh no, I do this thing where I'm being ridiculous, and I talk about myself being ridiculous, and mm-hmm. you know, step outside of myself and see the person you're seeing. You know, yes. uh, but it so makes it like, way less funny. No, yeah, I know it kind of kills it, but it's also hearing you explain it as like stepping out of yourself. So is it kind of like? The world is your audience. You're always on stage. Oh, He's girl, acting. Uh, girl, all the world's a stage, you know. <laughs> Fran, who said that? All the world's a stage. I don't know, but they better come and collect your ass you right better- now. <laughs> Copyright infringement, cease and desist. <laughs> Ooh, wait, wait. No, no, no. Uh, no listen, no. I, listen. 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 <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I hate you for that. Let me fix it. Well, hello and welcome back to Let Me Fix It, the podcast where we review things that we love and things that we love to hate. And then we say, let me fix it. I'm Francesca Ramsey. And I'm Delon Grant. And this is Let Me Fix It, the podcast that leaves you wondering if 40 years old is a new 30, what does that make Naomi Campbell? 
black. Mm. <laughs> Naomi Campbell <laughs> has melanin going for her. Um, she also sold her soul to the devil to look like that, Ooh, just like J-Lo full, and Brad Pitt. Stop. All of those mm-hmm. folks. Tichaba would be like, that's the one. That's the witch. I hate you for Tichaba. You better take me back to the Scarlet Letter. Okay. Oh, my God. So, as you know, Delon and I are always talking about music, TV, things in the zeitgeist. But this week on the pod, we wanted to do something a little bit different and do a round robin of topics that are on our hearts. And then, as usual, we're going to do our best to fix them. Yeah. And the thing I'm really excited about it, Fran, is that neither neither of us knows what the other's topics are. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to like do it on the fly. And I'm also like a little anxious to hear yours because I want to like respond with a fix. But, you know, I'm like, ah, ga, ga, ga. Uh, <laughs> In real time. Um, But I feel like you're going to kill it, friend, because like you're good on the fly. No, you're good on the fly, too. And I also think, you know, the thing that I love about you through our friendship and the show is that you bring a real sense of like vulnerability and honest and, and honesty and humor to your fixes. And you think about things in like a really heartfelt way. So it's going to be fun, especially because I know some of these uh, topics are going to be messy and frivolous. Mm. I mean, you um, should say so more about what I bring to life. In this. <laughs> <laughs> Not me turning into your hinge profile. <laughs> okay, ready? Um, let's dive in. Let me fix it. The Round Robin Games. Okay, so I wanted to start off this conversation with a little Delon factoid. Mm. Uh, That's what I'm calling it anytime we add some historical context to our topics (laughs) about the origins of the phrase red round robin. Because truth be told, I was not familiar with that phrase not at all. until the Google Doc showed up in my inbox. And I was like, rock and robin. That's what came to my mind. Um, so in sports, a round robin is a tournament where all participants must face everyone else in successive turns. It's also known as a document signed in a circle around the edges to mask the order of the signatures so that the leader of the message cannot be uh, identified. Wow. I know. This is so interesting, right? So the term dates back to the 17th century France. The ang- it's the anglicized version of ruban round, which means ribbon round. Um, so back in the day, government officials would sign petitions or grievances on ribbons, which then they attached the petition in a circle. And later, the British Navy copied the practice by signing petitions in a circle, kind of like the spokes on a wheel. So each person would sign and kind of move it along so that you couldn't see how each person had voted on whatever the issue was. So that's kind of what we're doing today. We're blind sharing these topics back and forth. We go around and around in a circle. <laughs> around and around where we go. I really do love that, though, that, I mean, the, uh, to the, the democratization of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, no, we everyone should have their own vote, but we don't want to point out and say, like, you voted this way. Um too bad democracy is failing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. How did that work out for right. us? <laughs> so, friend, let, let's have you go first. What's your topic? What's your first fix? <sighs> I've talked. <laughs> That's going to be the title of this episode. <sighs> um, okay. So, I've talked to you about this before offline, but I'm bringing it to the pod. So, my first grievance goes to my neighbors who don't pick up their dog's poop. Let me fix it. Okay. <laughs> because we pay too much money to live in this apartment building for folks to not pick up after their dogs Talk in the year of 2023. What's going it. on? Not only is it like doesn't take anything to clean up clean up after your dogs we have those little doggy bag stations 
around the apart inside the building wow. and on the street corner. They're corners. giving you all the bags and people are still not using them. They're giving us the bags and people are not using them. And like, not that it would make a difference, the size of the poop, but I'm talking <laughs> hardy. I'm talking, you need to bring a shovel. <laughs> the, what, what are you doing? Okay, so here's my fix. Because this is an ongoing problem right now. It has not been fixed, but I'm trying. Um, I'm really in my like, you know, be the change you can see era. I got the strike energy flowing through me. Mm-hmm. So I decided that every single time I see a neighbor with a dog, I'm going to talk to them and I'm going to say, hey, have you noticed that people are not picking up their dog's poop around here? How do you feel about that? I'm going to gauge. See not how they not Sherlock Holmes, though. I sure the <laughs> fuck am. I sure am. So I talk to them about it. And then I say, will you join me? Will you speak to every neighbor that you see with a dog? We will get to the bottom of this because I believe if we each start talking to people, we will find out who it is that's not picking up. And you're going to you're going to shame that person out of the woods. We're going to weed them out. That's the plan. (laughs) And so far, I have to say, I'm basically the mayor of this apartment building. I have met so many neighbors as a result of this. And every single person I've talked to is like, I'm on board. I will absolutely. Now I know people's names. I'm like, hey, Tabitha. Hey, Samantha. Hey, little Choco Pup. Whatever your fucking dog's name is. And I make sure that they're picking up. We're going to find out who it is. You know what's so funny is I want that person. That person's, the person's already shamed. You've already shamed them. You've no, already they're talked. Not, it's they're not shamed enough. And she just looked at your face. She's like, mm-hmm, I'm on board. Yes, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Now she's picking up That's that That's what I too. hope. I, every single person, I say it and I like look at them hard. I'm like, how do you feel, do you feel about that this? That comes up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking... That if I end up encountering the person, that their body language will show me mm. that it's them. That Sherlock they won't know Holmes. how to work. Just Sherlock. Right? But, I mean, listen, this is me listening to all those murder podcasts right, and doing right. the, like, the body language analysis. <laughs> I'm just thinking that the person will either visibly be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, that does suck. Or to your point, they'll be shamed enough that they're like, fuck, they're on to me. And that now that people are being more aware, hopefully we will see them and catch them in the act. Right. And I I mean, listen, I do. I believe shame works. I think shame is is a negative emotion, but I think social shame is part of how society works. We we have morals and things because, you know, we we want a society that adheres to rules and such laws Mm -hmm. and such. I have the same issue in my neighborhood. I don't even have a dog anymore. You'll hear me talk about this dog many times. Classroom. (laughs) Um, I gave this dog back to the panty. She's fine. She's living well. Don't judge me. I've gotten enough Mm -hmm. hate from people about this. She's been rehomed and she's she's in a a better place not dead just a different place (laughs) (laughs) she couldn't stand my ass so we got her a new home okay um but all around my neighborhood they're just like landmines and you're like and listen i understand i don't have a dog but i understand like sometimes it's running you can't get it all up right like you have that with flex i'm sure but the idea no my dog likes fiber (laughs) (laughs) you'd be putting that pumpkin in his food Mm -mm, that's not yeah that's not my story but there are landmines all over and i'm like i to sherlock holmes it I want like a street camera to just find out who it is. And, and there should be a fine. There should be a yeah. fine for that. And I don't know if like, yeah, you can do that Yeah, one of my neighbors, 
one of my neighbors did say like, I think we should put up cameras. And I was like, I don't think we should spend money on that. She's like, but it's, they're not that expensive. And I was like, no, if we're going to spend money, I have a list of notes for the building. But there's also like CCTV right now. That's what I'm talking about. Like get that CCTV, do some research, do some hunt, hunt them down. I don't think we need, I don't think we need to do all that because then someone has to sit there and look through the cameras. And like, I just, I just think that that's extra work. And I just feel like we can gorilla accomplish this together Gorilla. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay so delon uh what is your do you have a potential fix other than cameras around my building or um i i don't i don't appreciate your tone but um <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm like uh, did you see the podcast title how you gonna fix my problem <laughs> um no i really do think either cameras and i mean because you already have the bags like you've done it, it's kind of a person-to-person thing and sometimes mm-hmm. you might forget a bag or whatever um but i think yeah like all you can do is offer people the bags and then if you don't want to do the research i mean you're doing you're doing hand-to-hand combat over here right you're going yeah. door to door trying to oh, figure yeah. it out I'm I'm ready to track them down. And guess what? When I find out who it is, I might be putting up posters, wanted posters around my building. <laughs> See, how is that any better than looking at some, that's some t- footage, some video footage? No, it's it's better because it doesn't take as much time. Like, I'm not going to be sitting there scrubbing through, you know, videos. But like once I Girl, find out who go- it is, you're, you're talking I about take designing a, a poster. My- Girl, you know I love to. Like, I, she loves designing, and I have a, and I have a printer. <laughs> you gotta put that printer to use. She said it's all in house. What do you mean? <laughs> it's, it's laminated. <laughs> Wait, do you, I do think you like? I mean, whatever. This doesn't help your problem, but like there, there's like an application process for getting a dog, right? You can, you can just buy. Yes, you have to pay dog, do, dog rent. Oh, at your apartment building. I, I, I will <gasps> say I got my therapist to write me a note. She said, oh. Fran needs the dog. <laughs> I hope I mean, my, she's my not building lying. manager she's not lying. isn't listening. I do. I do need my man, my man, my man. He really helps me get through the tough times, but I have been here a full year. And then they were like, Oh, um, we forgot you had a dog. You're supposed to be paying dog rent. I was like, I'm not paying $50 a month for my dog. Not when y'all raising the rent, like they're raising the rent over there. Hello. And y'all can't pick up the dog poop. So why don't y'all focus on that? Take that out of my rent. I mean, well, give that job to management. Why are they not picking up the dog poop? Uh, if if their owners aren't shit, clean up the clean up around the bomb. I mean, it does end up getting picked up. To be fair, it's oh. just the thing of like Bougie. I wake up in the morning and like the you know the cleaning people haven't gotten here yet, and there's like a big steaming pile right out front of the door. You know, I need like, you to I need you to say that sentence one more time. The cleaning people haven't gotten here yet. Okay, you know what? <laughs> there are people that you know what, and you know what I'm also gonna say. I love. I love Steven and I love, I think her name is Griselda. And guess what? Every holiday, I get them a gift card. You, I know you do. Because that's the kind of resident I am. Because they be out here making sure that our whole place stays clean and cute and tidy. And I know it's a thankless job. Yes. So, you know, they do their job. But to be fair, there are times in the day where I still encounter a pile. Right. And right, they haven't right. gotten it to it yet. <laughs> she's giving, she's giving, Esmeralda, you said, Stephen and Esmeralda. <laughs> Gris, Griselda, I oh, think is her name. Oh, she's giving them the hookup. I hear that. Okay. I sure am. Okay, so Delon, uh, you're next. Okay, great. So um, this is one of the things that I'm, my, I'm <laughs> really frustrated about. Which, okay, so no public restrooms in New York City. Ooh, okay, so now do you remember living line. here, Fran, and like trying to find a restroom? 
Oh, yes. I knew every Starbucks where you could go to the bathroom. But then like those the public bathrooms in New York would just be destroyed. <laughs> you play what, in the that? floor is lava with the toilet. You know, you better engage that those listen, thighs and that core. Listen, I cannot imagine needing to sit on one. Like I will hold a no. shit all day no, to no, make no, sure no, I do no, not no. have to sit on that damn no, thing. No, no, we're not doing that in public. But yeah. if you have to pee, you need to use those thigh muscles like you do the wall sit in the gym that's what you're doing over the toilet well i mean also like i mean i don't the, the, now we're talking the mechanics of like peeing for a woman it's like if you have a jean on it's precarious are you like hands on the side of the, the oh, stall yeah. you you well you can also do the like line the toilet with paper oh yeah yeah, yeah. If, yeah. if you really feel like you can't hold yourself up i get it but usually what i do is i I, you know, I use my elbows, my forearms. I hold on to the sides of the stall. And just like hold it up. Just, yes, you know, it's a, it's a workout. It's yeah. a workout. But it, it is. is. But sometimes you go in there, it looks like a crime scene. <laughs> Listen, I uh, there have been a couple of times after a night in Mexican where I was like, mm, this is just, wait, do you remember that story that I, what, when I first moved to New York and I was working at that talent agency and I was like so broke and I made that chili? You know where this no. is going. Oh, my God. Okay, no. so, guys, there are no restrooms in New York. We'll get back to the deeds, but let me tell the story quick. So, I'm working at this agency, and I was very poor, and uh, my theater director from high school was like, here's what I did when I was a poor young actor. I made chili, and I would just eat that for the week. And, like, you can put over bean or put it over rice or whatever. So, I was like, oh, I'm going to make this chili. recipe. I was like, let me make this chili. Mm. I made that chili. That shit was so bomb. I ate it for dinner that night, and I tore it up. I had to go to work the next day. And then day. it tore it you up. <laughs> Girl, from... Toe to nose, like nave to chaps. So I, <laughs> it was lunchtime. I went and I like had my lunch, which was also more chilly. And I was like, let me go walk. It was a nice summer day. I'm gonna go walk around New York City. Not you the- doubling up on the chili. <laughs> As soon as my foot hit the sidewalk, the pavement, my ass was like, Brr. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> So I didn't want to go all the way back of the elevator because the elevator takes a while in this building. So I was like, oh, there's a Starbucks on 23rd. Let me run to the Starbucks. Wait a second. You were outside of your own building? But it was, you don't understand. Like it was lunchtime. So like getting back upstairs. Oh, like at the, at the, at the, at the agency. Yeah, it was an agency. And oh, we were like on like yeah, the 20th yeah, yeah. floor or something like that. Okay. And so everyone was coming back waiting on the elevator. And I was like, I just need to like go, you know, and find one. Right. And like there was around the corner was a Starbucks. But I go to that Starbucks and this is when Starbucks was like the king of letting people go to the bathroom like it, you talk about a fucking crime scene you can walk in a Starbucks bathroom without being like god damn yeah, like the nose plug a was a wreck so there's a long line uh, that Starbucks I was like fuck I ran to another Starbucks because you can't spit in New York City without there being a Starbucks so I got into yes. that a person was coming out I go in I'm tearing it up like I'm fucking <laughs> that bathroom all the way up <laughs> fuck um, so then I hear a knock at, at the door and I was like somebody's in here another knock. I was like, somebody's in here. They couldn't hear me. A third knock. I scream. Somebody's in here. Then I hear a buzz. <gasps> they had a, a, a opener, a door opener behind the counter and they buzzed the door unlocked. Why and then would they the, do? do you, this is the question. Why would, and why in God's <laughs> name to avoid the key, having the key exchange, or how about just leave the bathroom open? How about that? Yeah. So, yeah. They buzz the door open. I'm like pants down, dick out, right? Like funky. And the carafe where you're filling in the milk is right there. So three heads just turn. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so then I 
gather my dignity. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go out. I go out and there's a manager standing right there with a smile on her face. And she hands me a gift card. And I was like, okay, well, at least that makes up for it. A gift? Bitch, why was there $2 on this gift card? Because <laughs> you were going number two. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you all she was quick. I told you she was quick. Wait. No, that's wait, a two. You can't even you, buy anything for $2 at Starbucks. My point exactly. What am I getting at Starbucks for $2? Anyway, so... But also, was that a common practice? I've never heard of that. Like, she Busting was like, oh, bathroom? you're so embarrassed. Oh, like giving someone a gift card? Yeah, because, like, obviously this was an embarrassing situation for you. I don't understand. I don't know. I guess any that's kind of like the customer service. Uh, give them something to, like, make up for the loss. But how about a free drink? How about, like, give him a free drink? Um, yeah. Because $2 is I don't know. I, after that experience, I don't think you want to put coffee on top of your stomach. <laughs> but I hear you. A lot of, a little, you know, I would though. Logic. Um, so there are no bathrooms in New York city. Um, but if you live in New York, right, if you live in New York, you know, there are certain places that you'll go no longer a Starbucks. Starbucks was one of the first places that implemented the, the code for yes. the bathroom. I was just at a, um, a sweet green today having a salad and I watched all these people, f- tourists come in and try to go to the bathroom and they got locked out by that code real good. And then they looked mm-hmm. at the register and the register was like, sorry, you need to buy something. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are no public restrooms in New York, but my fix is to more of an adoption. Okay. You can go to central park. You can go to Madison square park. You can go to maybe, you know, if you're a work here, you can go to your job or home, obviously, but in Paris, they have 400 free public restrooms that are all self-cleaning. They Ooh, the are self-cleaning com- is incredible. I know they are completely, uh, uh accessible. To people with disabilities, and they're like single stall ones single too, stalls, where like you're so not in there with a bunch of people. You just go do your thing and leave. There's no complaining about who's in the bathroom or what's what's happening there. The self cleaning thing is is amazing because yeah. you are in there, and as soon as you get out, the whole thing is washed down and sterilized. Like it's mm-hmm. brilliant. New York City tried it's to like do that. It's like that Gaga song, "Rain on <laughs> Me." Gaga, Gaga. <laughs> The rain just starts coming down. <laughs> I want somebody to get trapped in there one time when they're trying to no. the cleaning cycle. <laughs> yeah, it is really amazing. When I went to Spain for your birthday, there were a number of those self-cleaning things, but they were paid. But they were like not very much. It was no. like a few cents, uh, which I think, you know, the thing about New York is we would fuck that up in a second. Like, oh, I God. don't think I These don't. People would be fucking in to, there. People would be yes, all kinds of shit in there. One thousand percent. I think you'd have to charge some money in order to just make sure that people weren't going to go in there and ruin it. Well, I will say this. they We do have a few that are paid. There's one at Madison Square Park. There's one at Grand Ami Plaza in Brooklyn. Um, they ordered like 20 of them, but most of mm. them are sitting in a warehouse collecting dust. Because, Why? Because, tell me about New York. Because New York. Oh, um, so they ordered them. They just haven't installed them. But these are like 25 cents. And I think you get 15 minutes for 25 cents. But I'm like... I guess I guess if you minutes, <laughs> some people need a <laughs> I mean but like if you can't do it in 15 minutes then like you have a, you have more of a problem like you need to take your yes. ass home you know what I mean yes yes um so that's that's my 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 fix is like to adopt the Parisian version of of a public restroom because I also don't want to have to run to Central Park and Central Park's so fucking big they have them no, in there but I'm like where's the map you know yeah no 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 Central Park and it, Central Park is also not despite the name it's not centrally located located 
for everybody, right? So if you're in Brooklyn, you're not taking the train up to Central Park to go to the bathroom. My fix would be like, I'm sure this probably already exists, but is there like an app for public bathrooms? I feel like that that, that has to be in be existence, given, right? right? That absolutely has to be given for tourism. Like that makes yeah, so much sense. Or maybe sense. there's like a toilet tour. Maybe it's like a little, <laughs> a little you pay a fee and I take you around and show you all the public toilets. All the toilets. Well, I mean, I feel like there's, you can, you can also hack it right i feel like if you go in a hotel or something maybe you can mm. try to like say oh, i'm a guest here and go to the bathroom like public libraries there you know i know this one um in lincoln I'm center a, let me tell you i love a nordstrom nordstrom oh. doesn't have a code you can per- browse the shoes and then slip into the bathroom and act like you were buying something. I've gone to Macy's on uh, 34th Street a bunch, but that Macy's be um, a wreck to a Target oh. wreck. Those bathrooms oh, are. Yeah. I mean, see, I think that that's the problem. And that's why the self-cleaning thing is a necessity, because eventually if everybody's using these public restrooms, they're going to get destroyed. Uh, and the person working at Macy's or Nordstrom, like that sucks. You're like, look, I'm just trying to get my commission. I don't want to be cleaning this bathroom. Or, and, or like have a specific team that does that kind of work, like sanitation work for your business. I'm sure they have that, but it's just the problem of like volume. You're getting too right. many people using these public restrooms. They're not made to be used by thousands of people a day then listen you need to uh, mitigate the number of people that come into your business Mm. okay okay um yeah Uh, so that's my fix to adopt the parisian version what is what's your next topic okay my next grievance for our round robin episode is men with microphones let me fix it (laughs) now i know this is ironic as we are on a podcast but as as I see it, there are too many men out here with microphones. There are, everybody has a podcast and many of these shows have nothing to say. They're just excuses to talk shit. And I'm sure maybe you've seen these clips still on, on Instagram or on Twitter, on TikTok, all these dudes doing man on the street interviews where they just have a microphone and they're just interviewing people on the street. And they're always the dumbest, lowest barrel of the bottom topics. It's stuff like, you know, do you care about a girl's body count? You know, what makes somebody qualified for marriage versus being in a situationship? How much money should you spend on a date? What does a woman bring to the table? Like, it's always just like very sexist dating and relationship conversations mm. have you seen these videos I, feel, I have seen some of them i've seen like queer people doing them uh oh these ones are always straight people and they're just so gross and obnoxious so my fix is you know how um they have those buyback programs for guns to try ah! get guns off the street you're so <laughs> dumb you are so i dumb. want a buyback program for microphones <laughs> turn in your usb mics And we will give you some sort of incentive or in the same way that you have to take like a driving test or, you know, before you get your driver's license or the Mm -hmm. the stipulations we're proposing for gun control. There's like a waiting period. Do you need this microphone? Can you wait two weeks? (laughs) You can't really. And really think about it and maybe type up a few sentences about how you want to use this microphone no, before not, we decide if we're going to give it to you or not. Not an application. Uh-uh. <laughs> you, can we phone a friend? We need to check some references. You know what I mean? Like, is there a, you know, you take the eye test when you drive. You got to put one, 
hand over your eye. We need something similar for the microphone test. I hear you. I hear you. My fix for this would be instead of going on the street, let's go in your life life timeline. So the people you need to be interviewing are the people from your life and being like, um, so <laughs> give me five adjectives to describe me so that you can okay, learn listen, something about yourself. Okay? I I love this idea because especially the ones where the guys are asking all these relationship questions, pick five people you had a successful relationship Thank with you. that you still in contact with. Let's talk to them. Cause why are you out here asking everybody else about, does she deserve a ring and how much money do you spend on a date? How much have you spent on a date? Sir? Right. Well, I, and I would, I would raise you pick five, five successful ones and five mm-hmm. unsuccessful ones. And then let's do an aggregate of all that information. Okay. Exactly. Ooh, I really like that. If you are going to be the man on the street or you're just going to be interviewing your bros talking about what women should be doing and what kind of girls you like and what kind of bodies and blah, 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 blah. You need to be self-reflective before you start doling out advice on how everybody else should be operating. Well, and and that also like that gives you more credibility to me. Like you're just out here looking for sound bites. You're out here looking for content. But like mm-hmm. you know, r- raise your game, sir, ma'am. Yes, let's do that. Well, you're absolutely right that it is all about content. Like there's, and that's you know, dare I say to like hype ourselves up. That's one thing I really love about our show is that we're solution oriented. Right. We're right. not just being like let's bitch and moan, and we also are coming with like facts and historical background and like doing etymology and like context. And even when we talk about our own personal lives, like we add to the story and like explain where we're coming from and how we came to that point of view. These are just like, I think if a woman (laughs) is going to be on relation with me, she better cook. Right. (laughs) Am I right? Brothers. Is it just me or you should be able to fuck on the side? Oh, I think, like, my. what are you what are you talking about? You know, one of my my topics today was almost going to be incels. But I was like, yo, that is that is a whole somebody can do a dissertation on that stuff. I mean, that might be just a whole episode. But, but like we th- absolutely those are the types of people that this content is really speaking to. Right. When I say incels, it's, for those who don't know, it's involuntary celibate men, young men Mm -hmm. generally. Yeah. I mean, and look, we could go, we could do a whole thing about that because that word was actually coined by a queer woman. Was it really? It was misappropriated. Yes. It was, it was a community of people who were like lonely. You know, it was not this angry, like, why is no one wanting to sleep with me? It was people who were struggling to create successful romantic relationships. And she coined this term And um, the thing that she talked about that I thought was really interesting is the problem with these communities that are geared towards helping people foster relationships is once you foster a relationship, you leave the group. Yeah. So there are no success stories in the group. Wow. Championing people. Wow. You're like, hey guys, I fucked. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Like I figured out, I got the key guys. I I figured it out and then you leave. And so then it's just a bunch of people ruminating on how lonely and unhappy they are and unfortunately they are primed to be taken advantage of right. by like weirdos and a lot of these guys that are peddling this um, pickup artist incel culture oh, stuff God, yeah those dudes are getting late they are praying stuff. they are praying on the folks who are lonely and unfortunately has become a lot of young men but it, it initially started as um, a self-help 
group for people who were like, I really want to find somebody. I just haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. When I was doing like, before I decided not to bring it to the pod, which I did anyway, we're talking about it. So it's a good thing, but I, um, did a little bit of research. I didn't know there was a queer woman that, that started that coined the term, but I did read that it was a community of both men and women. And I just think Mm -hmm. of it as like young men, men and women trying to figure out how to bridge that, that loneliness gap. And it was a lot of women from what I understand, please speak, speak on this if you know uh, more, but it's a lot of women coaching these young guys and saying, hey, if, if you really want to have sex with a woman, if you really want to meet a woman, here's how you should do it. Here's, here's just some offerings on some things that might help you, which seems really productive. But to your yeah, point about I mean, losing people yeah. in the community, that's mind boggling to me. Yeah. I mean, look, the reality is we do have a loneliness epidemic around the world, Talk but about all you the know, time. in this country specifically. And I think the, the pandemic absolutely exacerbated it. And then the internet, right? This mm-hmm. idea that like, we're all able to talk to and connect to all these people, but at the same time, it has made people kind of stay indoors and stay on their phones and stay on their computers. And then they don't know how to talk to people in real life. And so, you know, there's so many bad messages about relationships, especially for heterosexual people Mm. in media. So it's not surprising that there is a generation of people who are like, I don't know how to ask someone on a date. I don't know how to make a first move. And fucking porn's not teaching you the right way to do it. Porn is messing you all up. Exactly. So yeah, there, there does need to be you know, to bring it full circle, we don't need dudes with microphones who don't know what the fuck they're talking about indoctrinating young boys into thinking that the most important things are how much money you make and Mm. how big your dick is and who pays for what dates and how many dates before the person puts out. None of that stuff is what you should be filling people's heads with. And again, if you, if you want somebody else to answer those questions, I think you should provide people in your life who can answer those questions about you, sir, with the mic. Yeah. And maybe some qualified folks, like not just like, here's my opinion. Like what does the research, say say. Mm. studies show mm-hmm. <laughs> what do they show us give it a delon factoid okay uh, uh all right delon enough about men with microphones what would you like to fix next okay so i'm interested he- in improving bad customer service okay mm. now listen i've worked in customer service all, for a lot of my life there have been many times where i was working a customer service job during the day and doing shows at night so like i get it there's it's it's frontline work, right? It's not the easiest it's of hard. work, and like customers are uh, terrible. Customers, yeah. like uh, people, are draining, and if people are draining, then customer service, uh, customers are a disease, you know. Um, right. And I also understand that, like, you're as a customer service person, you're the conduit between the business or the the bridge between the business and the customer. So you're just there to provide the service. You don't create the customer service experience. So I get that. Right. But as and you're the, not necessarily invested in the company's success. You're like, I'm not being paid enough to give a fuck. And I don't, right. And I also don't know what your circumstances are at that job. You know, you could have, you could have had, you could have had a bad day. We're all allowed those. You could hate that job. Um, your manager could suck, right? There's a whole litany of things that could be happening that cause you to have, cause me as the customer to have the experience I'm having with you as the, the employee. But as the customer, sometimes, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> but as a customer, sometimes it's just mind boggling to me that like 
I did not ask you to work at Starbucks. I'm just trying to get my happy juice so that I can get on with my reality. Right? I'm like really. And then I'm trying to get the code of that bathroom so I can tear the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? I'm literally, I'm only buying this coffee so I can use the bathroom and get the code. Right? Like, let's talk about it, brass tacks. Um, But I I do think, you know, sometimes all of, not sometimes, these corporate companies, like looking at you, Delta Airlines, um, these corporate companies have all of these, like, take a survey to tell us how our customer service experience was. And I never do. I but never do. I that. never do because they're like, you you could win an iPad. And I'm like, how about you just give me a fucking iPad? And or <laughs> And also no one wins the iPad. No one, I'm sorry. Listen, if you have won the met iPad, one person. if you've won the iPad, please let us fucking know. Yeah. I want to give give me a picture with the iPad. Okay. I really want to fucking know. Um no, I nobody wins the iPad. But if you're, you know, Delta Airlines, give me some points and I'll take the survey. If you're, you know, a, a mm. bank, give me put five dollars in my account so I can take the survey, you know credit card take a percentage off of my my bill every month and i'll take that survey because i do think it's valuable information how you fix the actual real time in person uh customer service experience is a little bit of social shame as well so for me this is my fix so you know in the airport when you they have those like little um the feedback happy smiley face things you can like yeah so i think at the point of sale at your till at your business after i tap my card there's that little smiley face thing that comes up and the and the customer the employee actually has to say um how did i do today and they can't see what you've chosen but you can tap one of those things now i do some of them you know after you they want all these point of sales they have a tip feature now care what you buy you could buy a pack of gum which is so annoying because it's like just pay people a livable wage exactly why is it my like i mean i tip but it's also like you're kind of making me do the work of paying your employee fairly when you should just pay them fairly 100 percent um especially like if you in a a coffee shop like if if i just bought like you know a muffin i'm not tipping you because you you put that in the bag but if you're like making the coffee i'll do that um but at point of sale i think those like the smiley feedback things should be there so you can tap it um and I get to give real feedback in real time and the company also gets feedback. And then, I mean, what do you do with that data is the question, right? I think yeah, then that's you what aggregate I it and then you like, I don't know. I think you as the business have to decide that, but I, maybe it's a placebo effect. I, as the customer would feel like, uh-huh, Gina, mm, <laughs> I'm giving it to you. Double smiley, double, not smiley, double sad face or like a mediocre face. Cause you didn't say, I said hi to you and you ain't saying nothing to me. So what can I get? Well, you? see, this is what, what brings up for me is that I know so many customers would abuse that because when I worked in customer service, people would act a fucking fool. They would act as if the world has to stop turning for them. When I went to anthropology, like we had a policy where you could return things without a receipt and people would bring shit that I know for a fact they had not bought in anthropology. Really? They'd be like, yeah, here's a hammer. Uh, I need y'all to take this back. No, I'm so serious. And we have to, we'd have to like indulge them. We'd be like, well, I don't think we've ever sold this, but let me look in the computer and we had to like look it up and then try to find something similar and be like, yeah, I guess Yes, this hammer sundress seems kind of similar. Here's Wait, your no money. Ma- like no matter what, you had to give the money back. 
well, we had to give them like store credit. They might have changed oh. the policy now, but because we had that policy, we had a lot of customers who would br- and oh, we could also take returns up to like an unlimited amount of time. So people would bring like musty old fucking <sighs> bloomers and shit they had bought at Anthropology like twenty years ago, and be like, "I want to return these," and then we would have to take them back. And I know for a fact that those customers, if given the opportunity to rate their interaction, would be like, "It was bad. She had an attitude." Because I'm like. Ma'am, now you know <laughs> this is old. Well, we don't you, want this. You, well, and, well, and there's the point. There's the point. You have to like you, you, you put that friend face behind you. Put that friend face behind you and go, "Oh my God, ma'am! I, I, I yes, I'd be happy to help you." And then she's going to give you a smiley face because it's not your money. Anthrop- anthropology yes, but- was not hurting for cash. No, they weren't. But, it, you know, for me, it's just the principle. I'm a principled bitch. And I'm like, you have worn this thing. You should not be able to return it. I just think, look, not, I get it. But it's listen, anthropology created that policy. Yes. You as the employee are just there. Again, you are the you are the bridge between the customer and the business. All you had to do was go, uh-huh, and collect that <laughs> 775. <laughs> what did you make an hour there? Not enough. Ooh, I think made like 12 it wasn't a ton but not in new york city that's not enough no it's not it's not but like for retail you know i thought i was doing lifestyle (sighs) rich and famous isn't that crazy and i was getting a discount on those ugly ass clothes i was like (laughs) it's a doily but it's also a dress (laughs) (laughs) and it only cost 200 dollars when it should have been six yo i I, I, let me know i tried on this shirt recently and i was like 400 dollars you know i got i got them champagne taste but i was like y'all are ridiculous with this oh yeah and like it was truly a cult because <laughs> to your point about speaking in third person, that's how we talked about the anthropology customer. They'd say things like she really loves flowy skirts right now. Oh and then when you would be like, should I buy this? I'd be like, oh, she would totally buy that. She <laughs> would totally wear that. And then you're like, okay, I'll buy it. Wait, did they call, they call her the anthropology woman. Yeah. They just called her, they just called her like she, they would say like, she's wearing this right now and she really loves mixed prints. And she also loves this little witch boot, you know, whatever. Listen, it sounds, it sounds like he would enjoy she. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you have a fix for bad customer service? Oh, I don't. I mean, your point about how the uh, employees are not invested in the company's success, I think something that actually kind of gave them some sort of like incentive to have better customer feedback. So if you're going to do that smiley face thing, if we can get 75% smiles within the month, everybody gets a $5 bonus. Totally. You know, totally. or like yes. we will, we'll do an early Friday. We'll close the store Friday a little bit early and we'll do a cute little team building thing, or we'll go to the spa or like, we'll do something, you know, to kind of like boost morale, but also be like, we're all in this together. High school musical, you know what I mean? Yeah, like we're no, doing this thing. I think that's a really smart add on. Absolutely. Yeah, because when I was working in retail, they would always be pushing us to, you know, make better sales. And we would do these meetings where we would talk about how the company is doing overall. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, none right. of this changes how much money I'm making. None of this reflects on my vacation time or my hours or gives me a longer break, right? right. Like, give me something that I want. If I know that our customer service has gone up and that means I get an hour and a half lunch break this week, bet. I'm going to like work a little bit harder. So 
incentivizing it, I think, would be my fix. Yeah, I um, I was dating a guy who was, uh, I won't name the company, but he worked for a grocery chain. And he talked about how much everyone loved working there. Now, I know which grocery chain it is <laughs> because the people who love this grocery chain, they be evangelizing they in the streets. love this grocery chain. I mean, and they, they take really good care of them. I'm talking about they like sure paying for college, healthcare. like healthcare, like, you know, multiple uh, days a week off. Right, the, and that's the why pain. everybody in that grocery store is happy. And They're friendly. so fucking. Every time you go up to the fucking, I'm like, yo, I do not need your podcast. I have my own. <laughs> <laughs> right? They are literally at the register, being like, "How's your day? Oh, really? Well, how, where do you work? What do you They're do?" Like, oh, I love crazy. these pierogies. They're really <laughs> totally. good. They're like, "Oh, have you tried these before? Oh my god, don't." The, the back says heat them up for 30 minutes. No, <laughs> give it 25. A little mushy. You're gonna love them. And if you want to be real smart, throw them in the air fryer. You're like, <laughs> sir, can you just put the pierogi? Rogies in the fucking bag. <laughs> I, right, I've had a full day. I'm really not trying to unpack. I'm, I'm actually trying to have See, you pack. See, and my now, shit. Delon, this is also full circle. Then you would give him a frowny face button. Meanwhile, no, he I was wouldn't. just trying to do it. You no, wouldn't? I wouldn't. I mean, not not if you're not if you're trying to engage in that. I listen. I have so much uh, empathy. I'm like, oh, you're trying. I'm I'm always going to give you like a, a at least like a what's a line? Just the, the yellow what, face. The yellow face. Yeah, the yellow face. <laughs> the mid, the mid, just the line in the mm-hmm, mouth. Just mm-hmm. a line. I'm gonna Neutral. give you that. Uh, what's your next one, friend? Okay, this is my last one. Um, media literacy. Let me fix it. Mm. I have been very frustrated as a person of the internet when I talk about things, whether it be the strike or a store that I recently shopped at or a book that I'm reading, and I will get comments from people that are just asking me essentially to look up information for them. <laughs> They're like, what does WGA mean? Bitch, look it up. Google what's is the book right about? at the fingertips. Google it. And read the back. Does the book also cover people that do A, B, and C? Can you just read? Is there an audio book? Yes, it's right there. Like it happens to me so much. And then I saw this article that was saying that Gen Z supposedly is falling for online scams more than boomers do. Really? And and it was really kind of talking about the fact that they spend so much time online and they feel so comfortable online, but they're lacking that extra intuitiveness to mm. be like, is this real? Should I just do a gut check to just make sure that this, if, if I get sent something too good to be true, like doing the research. Mm. And I really feel like that's a symptom of the same thing where it's like, we're so used to being fed information all of the time that it's made people lazy. And it's, yes. it's not just Gen Z. I think everybody does this to your point about customer service. When I was working in anthropology, people would be like, what time do you close? Bitch it's right there on the window. When you walked like in, when you walked in, <laughs> it's the first thing you see. Or they're holding their phone. This would always happen to me in the streets where people would say, do you know how to get to Times Square? I'm like, you have a whole computer in your hand Yo, that has a map on it. To this day will- in New York, I will I will not know. Where, I mean, I can give you subway directions or whatever, but I will not know the thing that you're asking. Or they'll be like, where's 323 North North Avenue? And I'm like, um, and then I pull out my phone. Meanwhile, they have their phone in their hand and Pull I'm going to Google phone. 323 North Avenue, you know? Yes. It's it's so ridiculous. And again, I think it is that thing of like having access to too much information. So mm. people just have gotten so used to like these little bite size, like I almost call it like the microwave generation. They just want like instantaneous results. So mm. my fix is to bring back, remember the Scholastic Book Fair? Oh, where, yeah. 
where you would get a prize for reading a certain number of books every month. Mm -hmm. Again, they would be incentivized. So kind of similar to my fix for the customer service thing, some sort of community sponsored book clubs where maybe your whole apartment building is reading one of five books. And there's Mm -hmm. some sort of like get together where we're learning about the books um, for adults and for young people. And then real incentivized um, gifts for accomplishing a certain number of reading, because that's what it comes down to is like people lacking an intellectual curiosity and just learning about the world. Mm. So maybe you could win a grocery store gift card or a month off of your cell phone bill Mm. or visa gift cards or, you know, a raffle to go to Disney World or something like that so that people feel like, okay, I'm not just reading because this is leisure. I'm reading to enrich my life, but also I gain more than just knowledge. I gain access to, you know, these free perks or something like that. And it could be kind of part of like a, um, a nonprofit organization could sponsor it. And so your apartment building could be like this month we're reading this book, get involved and win a prize. I really love that because it also, it's, community building too, right? Mm -hmm. Which I think is something we haven't really, we've lost a little bit, especially, I mean, living in New York, I don't live in a big apartment building, but I really don't know my neighbors that well. Um, And even if if it is like your building or your neighborhood or whatever that is, your street, right? Your office. Yeah, your your office, right? You are building community and then you actually have common ground. Not only like, Mm -hmm. do you know the people you're talking to, but we're talking about a specific topic and um, you're able to, um, I don't know, expound on that. You have uh, um, a connective tissue, a common energy, yeah. a common knowledge together. Yeah. And if you come across a word or a subject that you're not, that you don't understand, like if you're reading it in context of a book, my thinking is that people will then like either use context clues to figure it out or they'll do that work to be like, let me go look this up. And that could even be part of it. Like maybe some of the books that you're reading or the stories that you're reading are about like the research process right. or about like the thirst for knowledge and, you know, the story of a journalist and, and how they find sources and how they research things like really making it tangible um, stories and books that people will find entertainment from, but also learn something from. Yeah. And this is like the, this, is the the combat to the book bans i think first of yes. all that are happening in the, in the u.s right now <laughs> florida um but everywhere right the combat to book bans but it also um it, it makes you feel smart it makes you feel knowledgeable it makes, it makes you like move that dial forward i have friends who are in interracial relationships um these are gay men i know that the four of them are um two of them are black two of them are white and the white men are part of a book club that is all for white people who are inter in interracial relationships wow. and they read books like you know how to be an anti-racist all that kind of stuff and they have a safe space where they're able to unpack the things that they're dealing with Not not only with their partner, but um, just in the with world each other. With, with each other. Yeah. And, it's a, and you don't have to censor and you don't have to feel bad. And I think it was such a I heard about it. I was like, that's such a brilliant idea um, yeah. because it makes it makes you have agency over what you're learning and agency mm-hmm. over how to speak about it. Right. Um, again, to simplify, it just makes you feel smarter, which I, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I like I like the thing that you mentioned about having agency. And I often say that I've said that in my book, I've said that in my work of like doing your own homework, that mm-hmm. someone else can't do it for you. And that ultimately, you are going to the message is going to resonate with you because you did that work, right. you know, 
speaking as someone that cheated all through Spanish, I didn't retain <laughs> shit because I put more time into cheating on the Spanish test than I did learning the vocabulary and making sure that I understood, you know, how to conjugate and whatnot. And so it sounds like the book club that you're talking about is very similar. You read the information, you talk to other people about it, you get to process each other's feelings and your own feelings, and then it's going to actually permeate your brain in a real way rather than just somebody explaining to you, oh, here's what privilege means. Right. Oh, here's what, you know, happened in uh, Tulsa or whatever, you know, the topic is. Right. Um, that's also why we went to Spain this summer for my birthday. That's why she <laughs> couldn't speak. Oh, look how Spanish. And that's why I was feeling truly, I felt like the ghost of Christmas past were <laughs> like haunting me. Like I was seeing ninth grade Francesca being like, all you got to do is write the answers on the inside of this water bottle. And then when you drink from the water bottle, you can see the vocabulary Did you inside. Really? Delon, I, when I tell you, the I was. Hack, like you went to lengths though. The fact that I spent so much time figuring out a way to cheat on my fucking Spanish test. And then here I am in Spain 20 years later being like, como se dice <laughs> bathroom? <laughs> like, <laughs> totally, totally. I mean, I know baño. I do know baño. But I didn't know. That's how I ended up kissing that man in the club. I don't Yo, know what he was saying. He said, well, we do know what he was saying. Hotel. hotel? hotel. <laughs> that shit still kills me. Hotel. Hotel. Dead. Um, okay. How would you fix uh, the media literacy problem? Um, the media. I think your fix is really good. But I think um, before you are able to post something, you should have mm. to like put it through. Um, a fact checking thing you have to you should have to like go to snopes.com or whatever that thing is you just have to yeah. put it through a filter so that you know what you're saying is accurate you know what you're saying is true because there's so much misinformation out there yeah there's so many facts that are contorted i think um before you AI come out, is fucking the girlies up okay before you come out <laughs> popping off i think you should that's one way that we could fix a little bit of the literacy problem because you can go oh i have to learn about this thing before i can say something about it you know mm-hmm. what i mean I uh, really it doesn't like fix that. your problem of people being like what's the wga but <laughs> it but hopefully like that small thing could then branch out and uh teach people or maybe things. like to your point about that thing about like like a, a little fact checker, maybe there's like a plugin in Ooh. your bl- browser that when you type the comment, what is the WGA, the browser plugin pops up the answer, mm-hmm. like it combs the internet for you. Like it's a, let me Google that for you plug-in or something. I love that because the iPhone kind of does that now. Like I, yeah. I end up looking up a lot of words that I want to make sure it's, I use a lot of words. I'm like, is that the actual definition of the word? I do that. All, I, I do that with spelling. All I just plug it into Google and see if Google like corrects my spelling. And then will automatically, the iPhone will drops down and goes, oh, this is the de- definition of that word. And I'm like, mm-hmm. or you can right click whatever the right click of that is on, yeah. on the iPhone and it'll tell you the definition, which I love because I love I words. mean, that's also why it annoys me because literally you will be typing like what does the, and then Google just fill in the rest of the question for you? They like they know what you're going to ask, or they remember what other people have asked. So really, we have no excuse. I know one of my favorite things though is not favorite actually. It's like, girl, damn. Um, you'll put something in Google like, how long does it take? And they're like, to have a baby, <laughs> or like you know, or like, how does it take? How long does it take for that rash to go away? You're like, why do? And Google's like, black people steal so much. Uh, what Google? Google. <laughs> What? Good. Why are people Googling that? Okay. And fuck you. And is that, that's the, the algorithm is telling you that many people are Googling that thing. I know. So funny. 
Okay, before we continue with our round robin, let's take a little break and we will be right back. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, now that concludes the round robin games. I think we did a really good job of pitching some fixes, but also getting some things off our chest. Legit. Don't you think so, Dawn? I do. I do. And I love that ours are like, you know, everyday life kind of things, you know? Yeah. It's a mix of like real shit and then like silly shit, which <laughs> I think speaks to the topic and the theme of this podcast. So now it is time for everyone's favorite segment, the glow up, where we give props to those who have turned themselves around without our help. Since I went first for the round robin games, Delon, why don't you Tell us what your glow up is this week. My glow up this week goes to water. (laughs) I know it sounds dumb, but I don't know when or how it happened, but I'm obsessed with seltzer water. Yes. Yo, it's, it's a water's rebrand and it's not as boring as water. It's effervescent. You can put it in a cocktail. You know, he loves a cocktail. Um, But there are people have really strong opinions about seltzer water or sparkling water or whatever y'all call out there. They're like bubble bubble. No, thank you. Where do you stand on to bubble or not to bubble? Oh, I am a, I am pro bubble. Um, a lot of people dislike it. I've heard people describe, um, seltzer water as, uh, drinking static television, (laughs) which it does check out, but I kind of like that about it. I kind of, I dig the comp. Somebody said that drinking, um, warm seltzer water was like drinking semen. And I was like, Oh God. Well, you don't want it warm for sure. I want it to be, I it's, I call it like a spicy water. I want my water to bite me a little bit. Yeah. Right. And, and you, and you're not guzzling it down. You're sipping it like it's Mm -hmm. wine. I'm clearly an alcoholic. You're putting a little squirt of lemon or lime in it. Right. Do you remember those little, like little Mio things you could put in your water? Yeah, I never liked those. Okay, well, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. But I support, I affirm you, I support you. Well, seltzer water, like I just bought a soda stream, I think last year. You did? I did. I invested. Do Um, you use it? I use it all the time. But I bought like little uh, glass carafes to keep the water in, but they're not enough. I have to get two more because I like, I drink so much of it. Um, And that's so funny. I feel like everyone I know that has a soda stream is like, I have one, but I never use it. It. So kudos to you. You're glowing up the soda stream. I sure I'd be using it. Also, because like, yo, I go to Soho House or somewhere and get some seltzer water. I'm like, eleven dollars. <laughs> 
no, for a bottle not. of water. Um, no. But some of the brands, just to, to point them out, that are like all the rage, Lacroix or Lacroix. At some that I don't know, people it's love. It's supposed to be Lacroix, but I say Lacroix. Is it supposed to be Lacroix? I think because of where the town is that the that the brand is inspired by. Is it in it America? Is, it is, and I don't. I, truly, that X is like fucking me up because I, I want to like say Lacroix. But I want to say Lacroix. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You are absolutely wrong. <laughs> Lacroix, Lacroix. It's supposed to be Lacroix. Lacroix. Uh, there's also uh, San Pellegrino, which is love another, a San I Pellegrino. San, they, have a, they have a flavored San Pellegrino, and they put sugar in it. And I don't like it. But like, no, I don't want the I don't want the sugary ones. I want the ones in like the the, the light green can. Oh no, the mind. the it's like a light gray can. Oh, they're so good. I, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, I love. San Pelli. Um, um, the, the, also, like their spike seltzers. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, see it on the dock. <laughs> spike seltzers, um, a white claw. Yo, call me a sorority girl or what? But I, I would drink a whole pack of White Claw on a sum <laughs> on a summer's day. That was I, a Fran voice. A White Claw. <laughs> it is. It totally was. It totally was on a summer's day, and I will tear that up. Um, there's also a brand called Sparkling. Um, Truly spiked. I, I don't know. I, I forget who that who the parent company of Truly Spiked was. Um, but those are some uh, spiked seltzers that I, I would highly recommend. I've had some of those. They are very tasty. I like that they're not like alcohol heavy. Yes. Like it doesn't feel like you're drinking alcohol. They're very light. It, well, and, and there's no sugar in them really. So it, I don't know. It just feels, it's like, you know, spike, it's like seltzer water with a little schmalky. Um, and there's this one that I avoided like the plague <laughs> until I was like, asked this person at a uh, coffee shop. I was like, where is this seltzer water? Like, no, that's still, Oh shit. I wanted seltzer water. And they're like, Oh, you can grab the liquid death. I was like, wait, what? I've seen those. Those are so weird. They feel like it's like marketing water to men. It's like, I don't drink water. I drink liquid death. I mean, well, if liquid death to me, I thought it was an energy drink because they were like, your eyes, like there's a skull on it, like a burning skull flying through the And the the can is black with like gold on it. It looks like a beer can. It really does. Um, But someone said to me recently, like, I didn't know you were a guy who drinks those. I was like, (laughs) I was just looking for some seltzer water out here and they gave me this <laughs> bullshit but liquid death evidently is is a straight seltzer as well and i mean i'm drinking it i don't mind I don't that's mind. really funny you don't look like a liquid death yeah <laughs> i i guess i would not peg you as such to me it feels like a guy with like a trucker hat and a handlebar mustache who's who trying to hide want, the fact that he's drinking seltzer water he doesn't want you to know that he's drinking water he's like drink water's gay i drink liquid death like <laughs> You're so right. Um, so that's my glow up. Water. Way to glow up. Way to get bubbles in you. Um, yes. What's yours this week, friend? Oh, my God. We are so funny. I also have a personal glow up this week. My glow up goes to Subway. Mm. That's right. Eat fresh? Form- <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please bear with me, okay? I know that the formerly disgraced Subway shop has gone through some ups and downs. They were attached to Jared. Oof. And I don't feel like they ever really came back from that. But I don't know what happened to me. But the other day I was driving and I passed by a subway and I was like, bitch, I'm about to park and get me a subway sandwich. I'm going uptown. I'm going downtown. I'm going downtown, crosstown. I'm taking that subway, baby. Oh, wait a minute, Where there's a will, there's a way. I'm going all the way subway. I want a six inch. I want a foot long. Give it to me. Are we talking? Are we talking about subs? Are we talking about subs? <laughs> Yo, are you are you gonna go my way? 
Yes. Jody, I'm swing going to my Subway. Way. <laughs> <laughs> swing the sub my way. <laughs> Shorty's good, good to me. me. <laughs> I tore that fucking Subway sandwich up. I tore it up and I got a cookie. DeLon. No, Subway cookies are everything, though. DeLon, everything. Let me let me tell you. I went back a second day. No, she didn't. I sure did. I got a six inch the first day and I was like, tomorrow I'm getting a foot long. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, I tore that. Something about the bread. It was an Italian herbs and cheese. <laughs> no, Italian herbs. Oh, wait. You always get the Italian herbs and cheese. I though. love the wait, Italian do you remember, herb. Do you remember when Subway was like the healthy option? Yes. <laughs> I was like. Sub- and like you were supposed to eat Subway every day. And, and like lose, lose weight. weight. I guess, well, back to Jared, okay? Oh, right. Those, the white macadamia nut cookie, though. Did you have one of those? Ugh. Listen, I got my Subway sandwich toasted. Mm-mm. I got a little sun chip on the side Ooh, yes. and a cookie. I was licking, <laughs> just <laughs> licking my little fingers. I, know I, don't know, I don't know what it was, Delon. I truly, I was having like an out of body experience while I was eating the sub. And I was like, damn, Subway really fell off because I. I remember back in college, there would be a line out the door at Subway. Oh, yes. oh, I was yes. in there by my lonesome. I was like, hello, does anyone want to work? They were in the back just <laughs> <Bueller>. chilling. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Every time I go by a Subway, they are fairly empty. Nobody goes in there anymore. I don't know. I guess it was the Jared thing, but I would argue I, How that, are they still open? I don't know. Well, because I'm again- sure, I'm sure some company owns them, like McDonald's or something owns them or whatever. Yeah, a, maybe we need company. to do an episode about them because it did really feel like they were everywhere because literally the minute I said Subway, your face was like, fresh, really? <laughs> but I'm telling you, I got an Italian BMT and it was good to me. I bet it was. I bet it was. Okay, listen, I, I'm a Jimmy John's fan, <gasps> but I think... I do love a Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's took over where Subway, like the Subway space. It really They did. don't have those here in Los Angeles. They don't have them here out in New York either. They're, it's like a Midwestern thing or something. I was tearing up a Jimmy John's in college. In college? I would go and get that girl. I would go and get the, the day-old bread for like 75 cents because you know you're a, a big old world oh, bread and just put so some cheese on that thing some hummus mm-hmm. forget, forget what you heard <laughs> forget what you heard <laughs> oh my goodness well the round robin game I am declaring a huge success ditto but we want to hear from you listeners what did you think of this week's topics and fixes what do you need fixed in your daily life please let us know or maybe you want to suggest a TV show a celeb or a brand that you think we should fix in a future episode you can hit us up on Instagram at fixitpod and if you enjoyed this episode as always please sure to give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app until next I'm time Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you you go first. You go first. Until next time, I'm Delon. I'm Francesca, and this was Let, Let Me Fix, fix It. it. <laughs>
<laughs> Why do we both go like that? <laughs>